I've been waiting 23 years to say that. Turns out, yes, you are correct. We have our own X-File. What is with the beans? I don't understand it. It's going to drive me nuts. Like, what? what is with women and beans and wanting to post them on dating websites? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> There's got to be something that we don't... There's, we have... God, Unless it's something, something that I'm just random, like I'm filling everyone in. Uh, oh yeah, I'm on, I'm on well, a first, web, I'm on a dating website just yeah. for shits and giggles because I'm bored and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is Tinder. Uh, mm-hmm. I Tinder should sponsor us. Uh, sure. Yeah. But for, I went down a weird rabbit hole where like four to f- four or five women within the vicinity. The first picture is just of them, but then their second picture is like trash versions of them with like beans or close up with baked beans and I don't get it. I don't I don't get it. <sighs> it is don't... a mystery. It is an X-File. Speaking of X-Files, this is the FBI's most unwanted. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And the beans. I'm still I'm still Google searching it. I just Google searched women with baked beans, and I got a recipe for baked beans from the Pioneer Woman. We may never get to the bottom of this mystery. <laughs> Maybe the Pioneer Woman understands what's going she, on. She might. <sighs> Man. Like I said to you just before we started recording, my search history is so weird now because it's just all women and beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so we are on season two, episode 14, Dehan de Verlitz, which uh, if you are a German speaker, please forgive me not being able to speak German. Uh, Dehan de Verlitz translates to the hand that wounds uh this episode was written by glenn morgan and james wong i got it right this time (laughs) Uh, and is directed by frequent x-files director kim manners and uh just uh before we get going here um this actually is Kim Manners' first episode to the series, although he'll, like I said, he'll be a regular from now on in. He'll direct quite a few episodes. Um, <clears throat> this episode was inspired by uh, Glenn Morgan's idea. Literally, the whole episode came from a scene that he had in his head of a snake eating a man, and he wanted to get that in an episode somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After this episode, Morgan and Wong left the X-Files to produce the Fox series Space Above and Beyond, which you've probably never heard of because it didn't last very long. Um, And that's why uh, there's an Easter egg to that at the 
in the episode we'll talk about it but they do come back eventually because like i said that's that series they left for didn't last very long (laughs) and uh there's quite a few references to pop culture as we go along in the episode but we can point those out as well so yeah overall uh before we start because this is gonna bug me it comes up later in the episode but this mm-hmm. has been bugging me as just a school thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when you were in school, I'm assuming high school, did you ever dissect a pig? Or any animal for that matter? Frog. Uh, when I was in middle school, we had to dissect an earthworm. And then, yeah, there were frog dissections in high school. Never a pig. Pig, See, I think, Never was... did that. Never was a thing. Frog or worm or pig. I know people that have dissected pigs, but generally in like a college biology course. Um, and I think I know people that dissected eyeballs as well, which no, thank you. I have a thing about eyeballs. <laughs> I, I was just curious because like it's a thing that pops up, not like a huge deal, but mm-hmm. Like, they're dissecting a pig, and the more I thought of it, I'm like, I've never done that or dissected anything. In fact, I think nowadays uh, a lot of them don't even do live dissections. I believe there's a program. I believe (laughs) there's an app for that, as (laughs) as the saying used to go. Like, the teacher hands out, like, tablets, and they do, like, a, a simulation of a dissection. Huh. I think. Or maybe I just saw that on TV and it's not a real thing. But I don't more know. importantly, did you know any girls that were obsessed with beans? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I no, my. I mean, my wife is obsessed with the fact that she grew green beans this year, but that's not like baked beans. Your wife has a secret Tinder account where she's just her posting beans. That's weird. <laughs> All right, so uh, this episode starts off, and we just we di- we we talked about it at the end of last episode. I was about to say we dissected it at the end of the last episode because we were just talking about dissections. Um, it starts out; it's in this fictional town uh, called Milford Haven. We did find out there was a Milford, New Hampshire, at the end of last week's episode, but this is a fictional town, uh, and it is a bunch of high school teachers there. You know, having a meeting and they're like, uh, well, you know, uh, we're like, they want to put on uh, Jesus Christ Superstar this year. And they're like, well, that doesn't seem like it's appropriate. And well, we could put on Greece and doesn't Greece have the F word in it? And they're like, ah, we'll talk about it later. We'll figure it out. And they're like. Okay, let's uh, let's end the meeting with a prayer. And they're like, oh, really? He's like, oh, come on. We haven't done it in a long time. And he pulls out a big red candle and he lights it and they start to chant a prayer to Satan. How come we couldn't have cool teachers like that? Super metal. <laughs> so brutal. <laughs> um... That's uh Brian Pusain, right? So brutal. Yeah, yeah so that's brutal. what I thought. Brutal. Oh no, no, that's um that's Metalocalypse. 
Oh yeah, Metalocalypse. You're so right, you're telling me I buy this lobster alive, I take it home, and I put it in boiling water, and it screams for its life? Yeah. So brutal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, later uh, in the episode, after the credits, uh, some students go out in the woods, uh, two guys, two gals, to quote-unquote play with black magic, which obviously is, uh, they want to, the, the boys, they want to get some pussy. They're trying to score. Um, Swing. Yeah, they want to just uh, get a little bit of that something, something. Uh, but while they're out there and they start reciting this uh, black magic spell, apparently uh, stuff starts to happen. Uh, and like a fire erupts out of the ground and all these other things and they they run away and one of them like trips and falls and he gets attacked by someone we don't know we just see a hand um and so the next day his body gets discovered and Mulder and Scully they get called in and uh there was a joke that Mulder made in here that I meant to write down and I didn't and I should have and now I'm never gonna Ooh, I burped sorry uh <laughs> the, uh I know the joke you're talking about too but yeah just... <laughs> maybe laugh but I'm now I can't remember for the life of me oh uh because they're out in the wood yes they're out in the woods and um the they assumed that the kid who died was playing with black magic, right? By him, the, yeah. But they the regular, well, the sheriff, the local sheriff, yeah. not Mulder and Scully, because um, he's like, look, um, you know, this wood, this area here, this is like where the witches did their stuff, and uh, blah blah blah, and. Mulder, even Mulder's like, eh, maybe. And Scully's definitely like, eh, I don't think so. And then Mulder is like, well, I don't know. It is kind of creepy out here. And Scully's like, yeah, but witches? And then it just starts raining frogs. <laughs> and, um. And they find Mul a piece of paper that's from a book that is like mm -hmm. clipped off. And all you can read is. In America. In America, yep. And uh, this is when Mulder makes his joke that I can't remember. I wish I could because it was funny. But um, <clears throat> And so they're like, okay, well, looks like we need to go to the school. So they go to the school and they're talking to the people or the, you know, the kids that are alive. And they're obviously like, well, do you know what happened? Did you kill your friend? And he's like, no man like we were just trying to get some and the girl is like to the other girl she's like told you so <laughs> and um neither one of them had any beans so that's probably why they Damn didn't it. get it I'm <laughs> that's good. probably that's probably why they didn't give it up they didn't have any beans no beans <laughs> uh and the teachers are like well the the teens they must have locked uh or the, the teachers, they're like, they which one of you did it? Because uh, they're all like having a little secret meeting. They're like, which one of you did it? It must have been what you They're all like whispery about their satanic rituals. And Mulder and Scully come out and the, the 
Satanist teachers are like, well, you know, it must have been like, they're like trying to hide the fact that they're Satanists by blaming it on other Satanists. <laughs> they're like, well, it must have been those Satanists, you know, it's in like the heavy metal music. And I'm like, how yeah, they fucking really, I, they dare really you? Into that stuff. And I'm just like, he, <laughs> like we've been over this. <laughs> D. Snyder and Frank Zappa told us otherwise. Well, this was wicked. Uh, they, they come back to several, th- but this is like, this episode heavily references the satanic panic. Yeah. multiple times and that's one of like it comes up a couple times like well it's that all that heavy metal music and oh it's it's on tv and um stuff like that violence and then, in movies and sex on tv but where are those good old-fashioned values <laughs> on which we used to <laughs> rely that's a totally different fox project we're not talking about that <laughs> um <laughs> And then Mulder goes to get a, I, this is one of those things I hate, uh, when they do something in him, cause Mulder goes to get a drink out of the water fountain and he sees the water spinning the <laughs> wrong way down the drain. And he's like, oh, it's, it's, it's spinning the wrong way down the drain. The Coriolis effect in the Northern hemisphere means it should no, Okay. Like that's not. A thing like we all know that that's disproven like there is such a thing as the Coriolis effect but it's not strong enough that in the southern hemisphere water goes a different way down the drain okay <laughs> like plus you can easily just make that effect happen by putting your finger somewhere and it changes it yeah and it's it's one of those things like anytime someone's like the 10 percent of your brain thing like i get it like I'm watching a show about uh, this one is about Satanists, but at the same time, like little things like that bug me. Um, Anyway, at this point, we learn uh, about this substitute teacher, uh, Mrs. Paddock, who is uh, the substitute biology teacher. And... Uh, in a scene that's kind of interesting, like the, the class gets out and the kids, uh, the, the girls that were out in the woods, she's like, come here, girls, like, um, you know, you, you don't have to do the whatever assignment, like, I know you've had a hard time, blah, 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 and the girls hand her her papers and go away, and she opens her desk, and there's a heart and eyeballs in her desk drawer, <laughs> and... Fun. And a fun fact, because I looked at her and I'm like, I know her. Okay. Like, uh, her name is Su- – the actor's name is Susan Blomart. I mm-hmm. don't know if I got the last name right. And I'm like, I know I've seen this woman before. It's because she's the librarian in the newest John Wick film. Okay. Um, she also had uh, – she's in a lot of stuff, but uh, mostly hmm. television. But I mainly know her as the – I believe she was the caretaker – or mm-hmm. babysitter in Pet Cemetery. Um, oh yeah. And, and okay. Played, I haven't. Well, yep. Yeah. And she played a very uh, played a pretty important role in a uh, James Spader led project called Blacklist a couple years ago. I never watched that one. It was pretty good for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I like looked at her. I'm like, I know her from something. Hmm. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Cool. And so anyway, we realize now that uh, Mrs. Paddock 
is the murderer. We do, not anybody else, obviously. Um, so this is where we also learn that uh, one of the faculty members of that group we've been keeping track of, his name is James Osbury. He's the one that thinks one of the other Satanists killed the kid. Uh, and they are like, no, no, it definitely wasn't us. Like, it was some other outside force. And then this is where we get to the pig dissecting that you were talking about. Because back in Mrs. Paddock's biology class, um, they're doing the pig dissections. And uh, Mrs. Ez, uh, Mrs. Paddock, rather, is going around. And she gives one to Shannon, uh, who is Jim Osbury's stepdaughter. And, uh, she feeds one to the Python in the back of the room, which I was like, wait a minute, aren't these pig fetuses like soaked in formaldehyde? Yeah, like, why would you feed a formaldehyde? Why would you, the fucking snake's not going to eat a formaldehyde pig fetus, but, um, that's not the point of the scene. The point of the scene is that Shannon has like this complete breakdown. She hallucinates that the pig fetus is like alive while she's dissecting it. And it like <laughs> at her and she like screams and runs out of the class. And, uh, and it just Mulder's, so happens Mulder is there. <laughs> yeah. Mulder's there. He's like been questioning the principal and all that stuff. And they follow her outside and this is another reference to the satanic panic because outside she's like, and the, and the Satanists, like the, me and my sister and they, they took my sister and they, they sacrificed her. And then she, they raped me. I've been pregnant like five times and every time they abort the baby and they kill it in a sacrifice and like all this other, there was like that real, uh, the especially famous case of, um, I can't remember. It was a, uh, anyway, the point is it was a daycare and the kids like, because of the satanic panic, the kids were like, and they take us and they take us through and they, we like get flushed down the toilet to like a special chamber and they do things and they touch us in our no, no spots and they cut us and they all, and they got that. It was like a whole trial about it and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, and so, in, at one point, it gets so ridiculous. I'm like, I can't believe Mulder and Scully are even like... Because even Scully is like, oh, all right. Well, this is pretty serious and brutal. And I'm like, no, this is like really fucking ridiculous. Um, and uh, so Shannon stays after school to dissect the pig and Mulder and Scully go to Osbury's house to be like, did wait, Hey, did you? Yeah, no, you're right. Cause they go to the house to be like, I was going to say, cause there's two things. And I guess these things happen at the same time. So maybe I'm not skipping over the important Shannon stays. They go to the house and they yes. question the parents. And so where they're like the dad's, the dad's just like denying everything. The mom is crying or stepdad denying everything. The mom's crying. Mm -hmm. And then Mulder takes the dad, the stepdad into the kitchen where yeah. he then just grills the hell out of him. Yeah. Uh, and he, he opens like that. Yeah. And he opens that basement door and Osbury gets really mad and the door slams shut by itself. Yeah. 
when he's like, get the hell out of, like, I would never do that to my, you know, doing the, you know, he's really which, upset. Obviously. Which obviously Mulder should have been suspicious from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but he fucking was. He's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. Um, so... Basically, what it comes down to is while Shannon is at school to make up uh, her dissection of the pig, Mrs. Paddock takes the girl's bracelet away and uses it as part of this spell. And she does this thing where she's like holding the bracelet over the flame. And um, kudos to the actor. Yeah, but also kudos to the actor for like, she's like shaking violently. And she's like, oh, she's great. And I'm like, I don't know how she kept up that energy. It looks exhausting. Uh, but she does a really good job at it. <clears throat> and uh, Shannon slits her own wrists because of this spell. And so this is when... Uh, Mulder and Scully show up to the uh, to the scene, the crime. right? But I'm trying to figure out because I know that um, I'm forgetting part? a few. No, I'm just forgetting a few of the details because I know they show up, and I'm trying to remember uh, when they learn uh, about Mrs. Paddock being. The it's, dur- sub- it's during this. Okay, it is that during she's this. involved. That <clears throat> she's might be involved in some way because. Uh, Scully is interviewing uh, Pollock and then goes talks to Mulder who's like yeah there's uh, yes because she's like yeah. who's that lady the, the Mrs. Paddock and then it's Osbury right that's like yes. well she's a substitute the other guy like had to leave for the rest of the semester or something he's sick um, and th- okay you're right yeah, yeah. And, and then they're like look because they start looking to her records after this Right, it's after this. But also at the same time, uh, Asbury realizes uh, that the other Satanists in his group are like, look at this, this is punishment. Like, she died because we're not doing uh, all of the... We're, like, picking and choosing which ritual... We're not doing everything right. We're not doing the blood sacrifices. And And in the process of this, Paddock Mm -hmm. somehow like sets the lights off mm-hmm. and steals Scully's pen, which uh, yep. also side note to all of that, when they're having, when Mulder and Scully are talking about Paddock, every time they say her name, lightning crashes. And I'm mm-hmm. like, how, how are you not noticing that? <laughs> I know. Right. Um, so basically the Satanists plan to use Shannon as some kind of scapegoat for a plan to get back, basically get back in the good graces of Satan. Um, and, uh, Asbury's like, no, like you can't just do these things. And so he confesses to Mulder. He like brings Mulder back to his house and, confess uh, scully goes off to do research and asbury and Mulder have this meeting and Mulder's like or asbury rather is like look we're satanists and yeah uh the kids when they're young they come to the rituals and like they see what we do but we don't do all of like everything that we're supposed to do and we cast spells to 
change their memory and we don't tell them all about the all of the Satanist stuff until they're 18. So I think what happened with all those stories about rape and stuff is like she sort of remembered coming to the ritual and then she saw all that shit on like Maury Povich and like made up some of the details and got it confused with real life. But yeah, we're Satanists and Mulder's like, oh, so you killed that other kid. And he's like, no. And Mulder's like, yeah, I think you did. And he chains him in his own base. Well, chains him. He handcuffs him in his own basement because Scully's off doing research and Mulder, while he's in this basement, gets a phone call from Scully, quote unquote, but it's actually from Mrs. Paddock, who is doing a spell with Scully's pen, which is a good thing you remembered to mention that because, um, so she sounds like Scully and Scully is like, Mulder, come to the school. I'm in trouble. And so Mulder runs out and, uh, Scully has found out that, uh, not only has this teacher never, um, been sick in like 15 years of being a teacher or the only original been sick teacher. like yeah the original teacher or he's only been sick like one time in 15 years no one remembers ever hiring mrs paddock uh that was a little bit earlier she found that out which is why she's trying to do more research about where that, mrs paddock that was came. during the after the the investigation into um uh, yeah sharon's uh death Cause she's like, I've talked to everybody. Like nobody here. Rem-. Like she showed up to take his place that she came in, but like, everyone's like, I don't remember hiring her. Where'd she come? And Mulder is like, well, it could have been an oversight. Like people forget stuff. Like maybe her paperwork just got lost or something like that. And so, uh, while Mulder is running off and Mrs. Paddock is performing this ritual, the big Python starts, goes all the way down the stairs in Mr. Asbury's home and swallows him whole. <laughs> it's so funny. It is really funny. Um, although, uh, just as a side note, um, they did use the real Python in that scene. Uh, some of the scenes, it looks really fake, but apparently it's not. Um, and I guess uh, the actor, uh, his was uh pretty scared of the python (laughs) it uh apparently uh his name was dan butler and he was terrified and (laughs) did not want to be there and um he was so afraid of snakes that the art department didn't even need to apply fake sweat to his face for that scene because he was just flop sweating so badly because he's that he was that afraid of the, yeah. Cause he has a, I guess he had a snake phobia already. So having to act with this giant Python, like really did just freeze him to the spot and make him flop sweat that badly. (laughs) I mean, whatever works, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, kudos to him for like committing to being there, despite the fact that he was so terrified he couldn't speak. Um, Oh, by the way, the name of the high school in this whole thing is Crowley high school, which (laughs) is just as you can probably guess, uh, a nod to Aleister Crowley, uh, the famous 
wizard or whatever the fuck he was. Mr. Crowley <laughs> from Ozzy. Mr. Crowley. Dun, dun, dun. Well, weird fact about uh, Aleister Crowley. True story. Uh, one of his followers, uh, a dude, uh, had sex with him once and became like sexually obsessed with Al and apparently like went crazy. Like, uh, so Alistair Crowley was apparently like a power bottom. <laughs> I mean, um, aren't we all in some way? I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, I guess so. And, I mean, it was a dude. Al I guess Alistair Crowley had sex with everybody. He was indiscriminate. So this was a dude that had sex with him and then like lost his mind and became like obsessed with, Crowley, so I mean, I would too, especially if I knew what the hell the beans meant. Mm -hmm. uh, that's exact. Uh, maybe Crowley just gave him some really good beans. So know. many good beans. <laughs> so, uh, Snake appears, devours the man. Uh, Mulder and Scully, uh, or Mulder goes to the school, and Scully's like, ah, I didn't call you. And they're like, oh, shit. And they run to find Mrs. Paddock, who is laying on the floor, attacked, quote unquote. She's like, oh, my God, they're, they were like, sacrifice me to Satan. And they were, oh, God, oh, God. And they so they go running through the school to try and find the other Satanists. And they're there and they're like, all right. We're going to, and they, like, there's a big struggle, and they capture Mulder and Scully because they're convinced they need to sacrifice Mulder and Scully to make up for the fact that they have been only half assing their faith and they need to get back in Satan's good graces. But while they are in the shower room, getting Scully all soaking wet and hot and. See Mulder's bulge and I mean what? Yeah. And uh they have a shotgun and they're gonna kill Mulder and Scully, but Mrs. Paddock makes them kill themselves, confirming that it was indeed too late to get back in good graces with the devil. And Mulder and Scully escape and uh They go to find Mrs see where Mrs. Paddock is yeah. and oh, instead they find uh, she's gone, but uh, there's chalk on the wall that says, uh, it was nice working with you. Yes. And that was the in kind of uh, meta message of uh, James Wong and Glenn Morgan to the cast and crew to put uh, it was nice working with you on the board. Um, oh, and by the way, somewhere in here, they left the school and went back to the house and just found the Oh, that's <laughs> right. They find Mrs. Paddock because when Mulder shows up and is like, you called me and she's like, no, they run back to the house where Mulder left the guy handcuffed and they find his skeleton, just his skeleton. And Mulder's like, it looks like a snake ate him because of all the tracks in the ground. And Scully's like, Mulder, that's impossible. It would take an entire day for a giant python to consume a full-grown human being. And then like a week or two 
for it to fully digest him. And then Mulder finds the giant snake skin and she's like, oh yeah, there was a python in Mrs. Paddock's room and that's when they go find Mrs. Paddock. And basically yeah. the implication at the end of the episode is that Mrs. Paddock was actually the devil and she was there to punish the teachers for not being good at being Satanists. Which I gotta say, the end of the episode felt... Mm-hmm. And I've, I said that, say this a couple of times in this. Uh, the ending felt kind of rushed. A little bit. Especially after Mulder and Scully get kid- get uh, captured. Mm-hmm. It just felt like they just like realized they ran out of time. So I was like, ah, do this! Mm-hmm. It does happen sometimes. And it is uh, the side effect of having to make cuts to make... Uh, because I've one thing I've been noticing lately, and I never noticed it before, but I've been noticing it lately, is that stuff on like HBO is not exactly an hour. It's like maybe sometimes it's fifty nine minutes, sometimes it's like an yeah. hour and five minutes. Some they just because they don't cut it as much, and so sometimes on these like show because on these channels where they have commercials they edit some shit out to make room to fit it into exactly an hour. But anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, that was uh De hand of Erlitz with the Satanists and stuff. Gotta say, I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of wish I went to a school where we had Satanist teachers. <laughs> um, but totally. I mean, <clears throat> it's felt kind of generic. Um, mm-hmm. I, but I was still strong. I give it kind of like a B. Straight up B. Yeah, I think it's really good. Um, I do think in some places it feels a little bit generic, but it... um, I like the way it kind of pokes fun at the satanic panic. Uh, I think it's, for me, like in the B-plus range. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Next week is Fresh Bones... And, well, uh... Are there beans in it? No. Damn it! Uh, I remember this episode being a bit of a chore, not in a bad way, just in a you've got to pay attention pretty hard way. Okay. Um, But I could be... It could be wrong about that. I'm looking at it. Um, yeah, the next episode is kind of... And then... Huh, the next two episodes. Three episodes. We're getting somewhere towards the end of the season, I believe. No, we're all... Yeah, okay. No, we've got a little ways, but okay. Uh, yeah, Fresh Bones is next week's episode. I was just kind of looking ahead, seeing where we're going for the rest of the season but i guess the only one that matters is the next one which is fresh bones cool yep all right cool that's it for this week then later the fbi's most unwanted is a production of two broke geeks entertainment and is part of the atomic geekdom network Find the flagship Two Broke Geeks podcast wherever you download podcasts or online at twobrokegeeks.com. You can find the Atomic Geekdom Network at atomicgeekdom.com. 
Our artwork is by Justin Kowalski. You can find him on Twitter at J underscore Rocca. Our theme music is by Tony Longworth. You can find him on Twitter at Tony Longworth or on Facebook, Tony Longworth Dark Composer. You can help out the podcast by subscribing and leaving us a review. Thanks. Thanks.